We wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on in Perth, Western Australia. The Wadjuk people of the Noongar Nation. We wish to acknowledge their continuing culture. And pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. You're listening to Unscripted, the film show on Radio Fremantle 107.9 FM. You can't handle the truth. Man, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Here's Johnny. You're going to need a bigger boat. I'll have what she's having. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? I have new headphones on my head. How you do? I can't see any tangled wires. I know. I went out and bought myself a new pair of headphones and I'm like, if these uh, work nicely at the studio, I will be throwing out my old ones. Nice. So bye-bye, old headphones. I, I, th- I hope there's some way you can recycle them oh, so that like look. the bits and pieces get get used for something else. I don't know. I'm that- sure there's there's like a you know, there's the place at the uh, uh, local dump uh, where you can go and uh, put like um, uh, electronic stuff. Oh, yes. Because yeah. the thing is with uh, you know, electronic stuff, um, a lot of gold and things like that is used in mm. those electronic stuff uh, yeah, for the components. So yeah, so it's a and there's like lots of magnets and, and all sorts of things that can be recycled and reused yeah. and yep. don't end up in landfill. So if you can uh, recycle things, it's always a good thing to do. There's our community announcement for the day. You're listening to Unscripted, the film show, by the way, with Lewis and Rachel. Um, and another community announcement. Did you know? I could be saying this and you're like, of course I knew that, um, that you could eat the skin off um, kiwi fruit. I, I think I did know that. The question is, why would you want to eat the skin off a kiwi fruit? So today I'm cutting up Bryce's recess and lunch for recess and lunch mm-hmm. um, and I'm getting the kiwi fruit out and he goes, can you keep the skin on so I can eat it? And I'm like, you can't eat the skin. And he's like, yes, you can. And I'm like, no, you can't. You can't eat the skin. It's all furry. He's like, you can eat the skin. And I'm like, right, I have to look this up. And he says, Reggie told me, which is his friend. Right. Um, and I looked it up and it's like, oh, it is edible. Okay. Fair enough. My five-year-old taught me something. And he ate it today. So. I still, it's weird. Though, it's weird though. Because like. It's furry. I, I swear to God, like, you've got a peach ride and you've got a nectarine, mm-hmm. ostensibly the same fruit. But one's furry. One's furry, one's not. It's because people don't like eating furry fruit. That's why they invented the nectarine. Bryce eats the furry peach. That's his favourite of all the stone fruits is the, the peach. Oh, just don't like the peach. Oh. Don't like the, 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 the fuzz on the peach. Oh. No, it's terrible. Isn't there fuss on apricots too? Yeah, I don't Not eat apricots. Really. I don't really eat apricots either. Oh, they're the best of the stone I mean, fruit. What are you talking no, about? No, no, st- stone fruits. You're, you're talking about your, your nectarine, your plum. Those are the ones you want to go for. I'm not a fan of the plum or the nectarine. Oh, I love a good plum. And a nectarine's just a bald uh, peach. It's mm. the Brazilian peach. That's, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. I'll agree to disagree, but there you go. That's another community announcement. Um, there are many people listening who'll be like, duh, and then a bunch of people who are like, uh, well, I'm going to Google that now, and they're going to be. But it's still, it's still like informed. a you know a, a question. It's 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 like the the the, um, the outside of a kiwi fruit is not like that soft downy fuzz you get on a peach. Mm-mm. It is hard and harsh and it's it's coarse. It's like an animal. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, like a hair on an animal. It's like you know, crunch into a hedgehog. Would you crunch <laughs> into a hedgehog? I think not. I think not. Not recently. No, no. But yeah, it's but, a, w- uh, welcome to Unscripted where we talk about fruit. Yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I hope your day's been going better than mine has. Uh, well, the actual day... You know it hasn't, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah, the, the actual day, like, you know, it, it went, went as okay as it could mm. do after the morning. Now, the this week I had decided uh, that my pants were just getting too tight and I don't want to be get to the point where if my pants get too tight... I just buy bigger pants mm-hmm. because I think I have the mentality of a goldfish. So if I get bigger pants, I'm just going to uh, fill them up. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I have uh, I decided like you know okay. 
time to do something uh, different uh, to, to make sure that my pants aren't tight. And so this week I was like, okay, what are we going to do? Gym? Okay, every morning, five o'clock, get out of bed. Oh, far get, out. get to the gym. One day uh, lift weights. Next day cardio. Bang, done that. Okay, no worries. Uh, and then I went, okay, um, this whole like intermittent fasting thing, you know, not eating like, you know, uh, first thing in the morning and, and that sort of thing, but, you know, waiting a bit until you have your din-dins. Uh, so I went, okay, cool. I won't eat until lunch. No breakfast, wait till lunch. And so I, I three days, fine. No, no problems whatsoever. Uh, and then uh, I, I got to, oh, no, the other one was, uh, you know, uh, no alcohol during the week. So right. pretty easy. Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't drink during the week. Well, I get to Thursday. So Monday, no problems, get to the gym, lift some weights, don't eat breakfast, eat lunch, all good. Uh, Tuesday, go to the gym on the stepper, you know, don't eat lunch, uh, don't eat breakfast, you know, uh, eat my lunch, all good. Wednesday, same thing. Uh, so I'm doing really well. This morning, I, my shoulders were a bit achy and I was just going, okay, cool. Three days in a row, time to give my body a bit of rest. It's all good. And so I slept until six. Got out of bed and uh, you know, I was just walking past the, uh, the, the the laundry, saw the kitty litter, thought, that needs a bit of refreshing. So I'll just bend over. I'll just bend over and I'll just give it a bit of a scrape so that the pee's not showing and it should be all be good. I bent over and my back went, screw you, buddy, and just gave out. And so uh, after that, I was hobbling around like an old man for the rest of the day. Cat said, here, you can have some urofen, but you've got to eat something first. So I had to, uh, yep, yep. Had to eat some uh, breakfast and have my neurofin. Uh And, uh, yeah, so I'm not very positive I'm going to be able to get out of bed and do anything tomorrow morning. Probably um, not. And also today, St. Patrick's Day. So, oh, is it? Yes, it is. So I'm oh. going to have to go and drink some Guinness now as well. So, Well, you don't have to. I'm sorry. No one has I to did, do anything. I did say it was St. Patrick's Day, didn't I? Yes, but you don't need to be forcing Guinness down your gullet if, you know, you've made that commitment. It's not me forcing Guinness down my gullet. It's tradition forcing <laughs> Guinness down my gullet. <laughs> Bloody tradition. I know, I know. Enabler. Yes. So, yeah, so that's uh, that's been that's been a bit crap. But, uh, yeah, hopefully I will be back to 100% by Monday, fingers mm. crossed. Um, and, uh, yeah, I can get back on my regime because I do feel like my pants are going to get tired again over the week because I don't know what it is about me, but, like, my, I buy pants are so borderline that, like, it doesn't take – it takes a scorn. And then <laughs> I, I'm just, like, just bursting into my pants. You just want them to be nice and tight on your booty. It probably it, Those yes. pants you're wearing today do not look tight, that you're pulling them up. Yeah, well, that's what I mean because that's uh, my my, my uh, plan was working until today, oh. and then, then I get to only took you three three days to lose weight. It's literally that like that much of a, a distance ah. between being not being you know tight and loose. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like it's not much. It's, yeah. it's really not much. But Bit yeah, of bloat. exactly. Yes, and I went to when I went to work today. Uh, after having eaten breakfast, one of my bosses comes in and goes, oh, uh, I've got this cake that my uh, brother-in-law can't eat because he's just had a heart attack. So if anyone wants some, it's like, oh, well, I've got to have some cake then. <laughs> can't say no to cake. You can't say no to cake. I mean, you can, but... Why would you? <laughs> it's there to be enjoyed. Yes, yeah. Oh, my goodness. So that's been my day. Um, how was? How are you? <laughs> uh, well, you know how I am. Yes, uh, yeah. it's It's a bit cray-cray at my workplace at the moment, so I'm, I'm looking forward to some assistance because we've had people leave and it's hard to get new staff. Um, so I'm looking forward to when we do have new staff because uh, my boss and I, um, I think we may have reached our point of insanity at some point this week mm -hmm. because we spent most of Tuesday or Wednesday, one of those days, Tuesday, telling each other dad jokes and pissing ourselves <laughs> laughing and, like, none of the jokes were funny, but we were just cacking ourselves. So I think we may have gone insane. Did you get to the point of laughing where you're almost hiccuping? No, but I did get tears in my eyes. Nice. Here, I'm going to give it to you because, you know, people will be wondering. The one that got, pushed me over the edge. Yeah. The first joke I, I've heard before, but anyway. Uh, why did Sally fall off the swing? I don't know. Why did Sally fall off the swing? Because she's got no arms. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's <laughs> I think I know where this one's going. Knock, who's there? Not Sally. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, yes. I know. Yeah, yes, that's, um, I've, we've, I've got heaps of them. Yeah. Look, we're going to take a mini break so that um, <laughs> Lewis can get over the hilarity of those two <laughs> jokes um, and we'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Unscripted, the film show. 
we were just talking off air about in our day uh, because my son Bryce is starting to read and he's in pre-primary and we're like, um, yeah, I was face painting and like, you know, playing in the sand yeah. <laughs> in pre-primary. <laughs> I remember I got A's in the fruit at lunch. That was quite good. A's in the fruit. Yeah, you just go and just grab like the, the fruit you want, and I'd always go for the banana. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Did you get you'd get like they'd always have a um, like some a tray of fruit that'd cut up every day for you. I'm sure and, they and did. I don't remember anything about primary school at all. Oh right, no, it was a tray. They get they have fruit, and then they'd have like a little carton of milk that you had milk and fruit. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. it was good. I don't recall. It was a very long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Not as long as you, exactly, of course, yeah, but yeah. Um, clearly I just don't remember those important things. Maybe I need to go through a hypnosis to remember all of these oh, it's not clearly that, it, exciting things. It's not really that important. No, I mean, generally I, not. I, uh, my memory is um, uh, not not the best. Well, no one's memory is the best, really. Yes, because nah. I think every time you re- recall something or tell a story about something, you kind of embellish on what yeah. it was. So it doesn't actually what actually happened is not really your recollection of what actually happened. Yeah. And then sometimes you'll convince yourself of something, and uh, then uh, until something will, will um, you know change that that fact. Like I thought for some reason. I didn't own the first appearance of Deadpool. Um, it was like in uh, New Mutants uh, 89, I think it was. And I was just like, I'd convinced myself. Like, I was like, oh, no, I didn't get those uh, last few New Mutants before X-Force. I just bought X-Force from number one. So I don't have that first appearance of Deadpool. And at, uh, at Christmas, I was putting my comic books into order. I went, holy crap, I had the first appearance of Deadpool. So at least, did you, had you gone out and bought them again? Oh, hell no, because... Uh. Um, to get the first appearance of Deadpool is quite expensive these oh, days. Okay. Um, and that's the thing. As a comic collector, I think it's not like buying something like going, okay, I want to have that comic and then paying a fortune for it. Yeah. It's kind of like just stumbling across, like you bought it years ago. Yeah, And yeah. you're just like going, oh, well, I bought this comic. And then, uh, you know, a decade later it becomes popular and then it, it increases in price. That's a really cool thing about comic collecting. You just don't know what's going to be worth something to other people and what's not going to be worth something to other people. So Yeah, I don't have anything that's worth anything to anyone. The only thing I've, I've, bought, I've bought doubles of is DVDs because I'm like, I don't, I don't have that one yeah. and I've gone and bought it. No one's collecting DVDs now. Well, so, I, I yeah. think you'll find that DVDs um, are going to be one of those things that are collectible because uh, in a lot of uh, cases, the stuff that you're seeing on streaming, they're actually mm. changing it. Right. So, to like, if you want to watch um, Scrubs on DVD, then the... Uh, that's pretty much what was broadcast. Yeah. And the uh, like, the songs in it and everything like that are what was broadcast. And for some reason... Um, uh, people who own the rights to songs aren't letting people who produce TV shows with those songs in it put them onto wow. streaming services with those songs still intact. Without I didn't know that without coughing up some to moolah. Right. And so in some cases, um, the the people who own the the shows are going well. We can't afford to pay more money for that mm. song. What song can we get for the money we can afford that will fit into this this show? So, if you're watching Scrubs on streaming uh, on Disney Plus, then some of the episodes, the songs in there are actually different to what was originally wow. broadcast. So, if you've got um, your know, original copies of uh, DVDs with the original like songs and stuff like that, there's actually value in those. Or the commentary and all that sort of stuff. Exactly. We've talked about that yep, before. Exactly. Um, another one is uh, Game of Thrones. The first season of Game of Thrones, the um, the set dresses. Uh, there was a scene where there was all these heads on on spikes. Lovely. Um, and uh, one of them was um, Ned Stark's head on a spike. One of the other heads was, I think, George Bush's head. But oh. it was it was like it wasn't like clear. Like when yeah. you see it, go, oh my god, that's George Bush's head. It was George Bush's head, but then kind of like made it look not like George Bush's head. But you knew it was and there was an outcry when people found out that that's what it actually was. And so they went in and digitally removed that oh, wow. from future releases of that of that Blu-ray. That's dumb. That's like when they removed the guns from E.T. Exactly, yes, yeah. I mean, see, that's the thing. Could you imagine if you owned a original Blu-ray copy of the original Star Wars before George started screwing around with it? Well, no one does. The, the only original, which is not screwed up, is the VHS. 
Well, no, that's not true. There is the original Laserdisc laser versions of oh, them. God, who ever bought Laserdiscs? Well, a lot of people... Um, did you buy laser discs? I didn't know. Okay. Laser discs were like the size of a record. Yeah. Um, and you had to like you know flip them over and that doesn't yeah. make any sense at all. Who would do that? I have no idea. No, anyway, no. we should probably talk about movies yeah. or something. But hey? no, but as I'm saying, like you never know like what's going to be collectible to somebody else True. down the track, and it's the most innocuous things. And uh, one day you'll be watching the telly and they'll go, "This thing's worth a billion dollars." You go, "Holy <laughs> crap! I had that." Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. for DVDs. Exactly, exactly. Oh, dear. So you have actually seen stuff this week. I have, yes, because last this time last week, uh, my wife, uh, Kat, and I went to Crown uh, Towers for our anniversary. Yes, happy anniversary. Thank you very much. And we spent um, uh, three, three nights there. And on our last uh, morning, we were like, it's too cold to go down to the pool. Let's just hang out in our room and watch Turning Red. And so that's what we did. Is that actually available? Is it on Disney? Yeah. I did not know that. I thought it was going to be a cinema release, so I have, I'm like, well, I'll see it when it gets out at the cinemas. I did not realise that it had been released on Disney+. Plus, So that's very exciting. I know what I'm doing this weekend. Yes, it is on, on Disney+. Plus, um, and it's, a, it's the, the new um, uh, Pixar film that has been uh, released by, uh, by Disney. And it's the, did you ever watch Bow, the short Bow? Yes. Yeah, that's one of our favourites. So the director of Turning Red is a person who directed Bow as well. Oh, okay. And uh, and if I can just find um, my information on my phone, I've I've got. I'm like, when are you getting a new phone so you can have IMDb on there? For, I for the love of Mickey. <laughs> I have not got a a new phone. I have got a new uh, iPad, which you've not bought today. I, it's not into. The, it's not here today because because uh, my my um, uh, wife uh, slash technical support uh, <laughs> is uh, uh, updating my old iPad into my new iPad. Oh, very good. Um, Everyone needs tech support. They they do. She's a wonderful wonderful tech support. I've uh, we've been together now for um, for sixteen years. Well, we've been married for sixteen years. We've been together for twenty years. You've been married for sixteen. Years, yeah. So I've been doing this show for sixteen years. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, it was a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Turning Red is a uh, a film which is about a, a tween girl just uh, yeah, just turning thirteen, um, and she is like the the, the perfect daughter, you know, with, with the perfect uh, you know Chinese uh, Canadian daughter. Because uh, her family's you know, Chinese background, she's been brought up in uh, in Canada, uh, and it's uh, the the story of uh, Mei Li, who uh, is the the perfect daughter who uh, sees herself also as an independent woman. Mm. You know, she's she's got her her besties at school. Um, She's got her mum, who she uh, you know uh, works with at their their family temple, um, and they uh, just everything seems to be going swimmingly. Although, you know, she's a great student, gets you know straight A's and hundred percent and all that kind of stuff, but she um, kind of separates like anyone does. There's a separation between her family and her friends, mm. and that's normal. Yeah, but her her mum doesn't really know who like may she knows the 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 may she sees mm -hmm. but she doesn't know like the may with her her friends so there's like family may and then friends may mm. um and may being 13 she's going through those you know life changes that you know 13 year olds do uh yes i see here this is the first disney or pixar animation film to reference Menstruation. It does. It does. Uh, so her body is changing, but not uh, in the way that a, uh, a girl's body will usually change during puberty. Uh, she turns into a uh, massive red panda. Whenever she gets excited. Well, it's not necessarily just excitement uh, that right. does it. It's uh, other like any extreme emotions will, will bring out that will bring out the panda. And Kat uh, was was questioning why does a panda have to be so big? Because red panda is traditionally about the size of a cat, a True. house cat. Yes. But the thing is, uh, and I realize now, um, you know, if you when people go to like a Disney park and there are fur characters, so the, the the characters with the heads and all that mm -hmm. sort of stuff. Like, generally speaking, they're huge. And well, because they're hu being played by humans. Exactly, exactly. Right. So 
if in the card in, in the animation you had her turn into a big a red panda that was the size of a red panda, then uh, if it was in the parks, uh, it wouldn't be a huggable big character because it just wouldn't work. So at least this way, having a, a panda that's bigger than a human, uh, you can just translate it easily into the parks. So what you're saying is Disney has done something so that they can think of how they can future monetize it. Well, possibly. No way. <laughs> Well, possibly that's one side of it. The other side of it is also if somebody turned into a red panda and it was like looked like a red panda, it's kind of like, oh, it's a red panda. Uh-huh. Whereas this thing is a red panda that's massive. So It just makes it funnier, doesn't it? It does. It would it, be silly if she just turned into a panda that was like just her size. Mm. It, I mean, the whole part of it being funny is that she doesn't sit... She doesn't fit in the seats and so when she like expands, all of a sudden she's, she's uncomfortable because she's squished between... A chair and a desk. Yeah. That sort of. <laughs> but the, uh, it's with the, this this movie. Um, there's a reason why she turns into a panda, uh, and it's an it, interesting kind of backstory there. Um, it does uh, remind me of another another movie Teen where Wolf? It, <laughs> that's what I was going to say where a teenager turns into a animal. Um, so, but yeah, it's but it's really it's really kind of cool. Like when you've got somebody who's just so cool, calm, collected. They've got their their life is set out, mm. and then all of a sudden you just throw a, a big red spanner into the works. Um, but with the help of her, her friends and her family, she learns to to deal with it, and there may be a solution to her problem. Have you tried not being a mutant? Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's really uh, a gr- really well put together film. You know, great diverse cast they've got in there in there as well. Um, I really do think the, the film obviously you know is aimed at your your tween girl market. Um, oh, I'm totally going to watch this with Bryce. I don't care what he. Things. I'm going to put it on regardless. Oh, no, no. I was just speaking to my mate on the way into um, into the show mm. and he's got two kids, a young boy, a young girl, nowhere near being tweens yet. Yeah. And they both really enjoyed it. So yeah. it's gonna, it just does still play for, for the young kids. Because the I things just, that are going to go over their head are going to go over their head regardless, you know? Oh, exactly. Yes, yeah. And, uh, the, but I mean, the, the, with this, uh, May and her, and her friends are obsessed with this boy band, right? Mm. And so they're just, um, they're committed to going and see this boy band live. And I mean, the closest thing I had as a kid to that was when I was in high school. I think I was a 14 or 15 year 10 and I really wanted to go to Murdoch to see the Doug Anthony All-Stars. So that was my... You were very cool. <laughs> yeah. That was my my boy band was the Doug Anthony All-Stars. Um, but yeah, so May and her friends are really desperate to go and see uh, this, this boy band. Her family are kind of like, we need to fix this whole panda problem. Um, and so there's you're seeing the, the two sides of her life coming mm. into conflict. Great film, really well put together. Um, as I said, uh, if you if you are a parent of a teen or tween that's going through some changes and stuff like that, maybe a, a good movie to uh, watch with them so you can discuss certain elements of it. Um, but yeah, it's I think it is that time of life where you sort of like stop talking to your parents more and being less open. Yeah, and start, definitely. And start guarding your personal life a bit more. Mm. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's weird because having gone through being a kid and then a teenager and then into adult life, you do have these changes with your parents where you're so like at the beginning you're best buddies and mm-hmm. you tell them everything, then you kind of have that guarded part of your life where you're keeping things to yourself and that sort of thing, and then you get to be an adult and then you open up again to your parents. Depending on the relationship, yeah, yeah, I guess. Like my mum is my bestie, mm. and I, I'm sure uh, when I was younger. We almost murdered each other. So <laughs> completely different times in your life. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, amazing. I think Pixar's knocked this out of the park. Um, it is a little bit disappointing it didn't get any cinematic release as well. Yeah, I thought it was going to. So I was like, oh, yeah. But anyway, that's all right. I can watch it at home. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of – it is good that, you know, Disney is putting this stuff – out there, uh, you know, if you if you have Disney Plus, they're putting it out there, not charging you anything more for it. Mm. So that's that's a good thing. It's just unfortunate because I think these things are made to be seen on the big screen, and yep. a lot of people aren't getting the opportunity to do that. So uh, I am going to give uh, Turning Red 
four Tamagotchis. <laughs> okay, that <laughs> makes kind of sense. Um, so Cecilia and I last week were talking about a film called Fresh. I don't know if you had an opportunity to listen to our review, but um, it's on Star, which is part of Disney, and stars um, Stan Sebastian. Sebastian Stan? Yeah, that too. <laughs> it's hard when they've got two names that are like first names. Um, I don't know that Cat would be interested because it does lead into a bit of gory horror type territory. Mm-hmm. Um, but you might be interested just because it's it's fun to see Sebastian Stan um, in in a different, a completely different role that you've couldn't imagine him in. Um, that's my advice: uh, is is try to watch it if you can, because mm. Cecilia and I thought it was brilliant, even though it was it's insane. So what's it about? Um, so apologies for people who listened last week, but um, a, a young girl um, whose name is um, forget I forget her name uh, Noah or n- something. Anyway, she's a bit um, over you know all the dating apps because everyone's a bit rubbish, and she um, meets somebody at a grocery store, and she kind of. Um, throws caution to the wind and goes on like a mini break with him quite early on in the relationship. Um, and that mini break where he's taken her no phone reception. Bummer. Um, is it because he's got some nefarious purposes in mind? Yes, it is. Mm. Uh, and that's all I'm going to tell you because anything else would give it away and I want you to experience it yourself. Ah, that's interesting. Sebastian Stan, like, is. Yeah, you know, we've known him so long as being Bucky, yeah, and, and now we've seen him as Tommy Lee, and clearly in this one. Oh, and he's also in a uh, a movie as well where he kind of played a bad guy, um, the Three Five Five, and mm. and now he's playing obviously a very bad guy in this one. So it's, he, honestly, he chews the scenery in the best way. Oh, that's great! It, you, you need to you need to have a look uh, at it. Cat did mention about. <laughs> Every time I'm on air, Siri needs to talk, talk to me. I don't know why. Uh, one other thing Kat mentioned about uh, Turning Red is um, it could be a triggering film for helicopter parents because uh, the mum in particular just needs to back off at some points. Like yeah. it's a bit, uh, bit, bit, bit too involved uh, in in the daughter's life. Yeah, I mean, some parents are. Yeah, yeah. They just can't help themselves. I'm... I understand, <laughs> but you just have to pull it back. That's a bit right. At some point. Anyway, we'll be back in a moment. Did you know that Fremantle has its very own art house cinema? You'll find Luna on Essex, midway along Essex Street in the heart of Fremantle, screening an incredible variety of niche, foreign language, and quality mainstream films in comfortable and intimate surrounds. It feels more like your own home movie theatre rather than a cinema. Catch up with friends for a pre-show drink in the fully licensed alfresco area or enjoy a glass of wine and a cheese platter during the movie. Check out what's on along with details of forthcoming films, festivals and added value events at lunapalace.com.au. So, um, I've not seen a whole lot in the last week, but I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I've become a Formula One person. I don't know if you remember. Yes, I, I, I was aware, yeah. Yeah, so um, Chris and I are currently watching the fourth season of Drive to Survive. <laughs> it was – I'm, I'm appo- sorry for anyone who has no interest at all and they're turning off and literally Lewis is looking at his phone. Turning off in droves. <laughs> they're driving off in their Formula 1 cars. Last <laughs> season was really epic and very, very interesting um, with the rivalry between uh, Red Bull and Mercedes or um, Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. Um, there was also a really amazing race where our very own Daniel Ricciardo won in Italy. I, I had a pomegranate Red Bull today and it was really good. And <laughs> anyway, so we've been dying to watch this series because we couldn't wait to see like all the stuff that was going on in the background. Mm-hmm. So, um, Is this a documentary or is this a... Uh, yes. It is a documentary. So it's a documentary series, right. 10 episodes. This is the fourth season. Basically, they it's on Netflix. They mm-hmm. follow... Because, um, I mean, there's only 20 drivers right. in the whole world that do Formula One. Really? Yes. So there's 10 teams, two drivers per team. Yeah. Um, and so the competition is intense, but they're all kind of... You think they all kind of have the same 
ex- similar experiences. There's a group of them that are all like friendly, friendly. So 19 of them. And then there's one who doesn't really associate with anybody else. Right. Are, they, are the Formula One cars now, they're the ones that are kind of pointy go-karts? Yes, yes. That's exactly what they are. Right. Um, Etten Centre, uh, Senna, we, we, I don't know if you watched that uh, yeah, yeah. documentary with, with me a few years ago, but there's been so lots there's of So there's only 20 deaths. of them. 20 so in the whole 20 world. Of them. So there's a Formula 2 and there's Formula 3, which are basically feed into Formula 1. Right. But there's only 20 Formula 1 um, drivers. Can there be more? Or is that, is that the limit? They just no, that's, that's it. That's it. Well, I, I imagine if there becomes somebody who's... Um, what if Elon Musk goes, I want to have an electric Formula <laughs> 1 car? I mean, I don't know because I don't know the rules. Oh, okay. Like, Chris knows the rules in and out. Mm-hmm. But um, there's one team called Haas who has, um, well, things have changed this year, but all the money has come from this Russian guy who's got lots of money from possibly dodgy backgrounds. Right. But he owns a fertiliser company, so. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, it's not the company. It's where he got the money before that. Right. But anyway, so he has put all this money into this team, which is not a great team. And also his son is one of the drivers <laughs> and he's terrible. But oh, that's good. Yeah, but with all of this stuff going on with Russia and Ukraine, they've both been dropped. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with Huss this year. But anyway, I digress. If you are not into Formula One um, and you think the idea sounds slightly interesting about seeing the politics and all of the rivalry and the friendships and everything that goes into it, into a very small, unique group of people, it's incredibly interesting. Like, I was never into Formula One until I I, I decided, oh, let's just watch this series and see what it's like. And now I'm into Formula One. But the series is really, really exciting. And Susan, um, you'll know Susan from... Uh, she, she's in our, um, like, media enclave. Susie Warner? No, not Susie uh, Warner. The, other, the, the, uh, the, uh, the critic Susie. Yeah, with the long hair. Yes, yes. No, that's, anyway, yeah. she was talking about it. This is like a year or so ago. She, she was banging on about it. She's sitting behind us, yeah. talk, like, before a movie started, talking to this person. She's like, I'm so into Formula One now. It's such a great series. And I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> So, you know, it's if you're interested in like, because the whole good thing about documentaries is it opens your eyes into a completely different world. And if it's done well, it's really, you know, makes all the difference. And it's great cinematography, great interviews. It's, it's really cool. Is, is Formula One in Iron Man 2, he has that racing car. Was that Formula One? I don't remember because I haven't seen that movie for years. Oh, okay. I'll see if I can find a picture, a picture okay. of it. Okay. So other than that, I really have not been watching anything else. Um, there is a, a documentary um, that is out at Luna. I believe it's this week actually. Um, it's called Chef Antonio's Recipes for Revolution. And I did start watching this film, um, but I got interrupted. Um, so... March the 19th, when's that? Saturday. Um, there's going to be a, a, a big event at, at Luna Cinemas for this particular documentary. It is a combination Italian and Australian um, film uh, and it's it's set at Chef Antonio's hotel slash restaurant and this particular man in Italy hires a whole bunch of people with Down syndrome. So... Um, sorry, Lewis is showing me something. Y- y- yes, that yeah, is a Formula One car. Yes, yeah. Yes. So it's basically a, a, a it's a sport for billionaires. It one hundred percent is one hundred percent. Right. Fair yeah, enough. and and a lot of the people who end up being Formula One drivers, apart from Daniel Ricciardo, have come from money, because right. the only way you can kind of spend time and money doing that is to come from a family who has money, because you start out with go-karts and then, yeah, it's a whole thing. <laughs> but Daniel Ricciardo, who is from Perth, um, he, he doesn't come from a whole bunch of money and this is why it's so exciting to watch him because he's he's totally Australian. I love him. Anyway, <laughs> um, so this documentary is... Um, it's quite lovely, you know. It's So they're doing a, um, a an event screening. Um, so head on to the Lunar website, uh, get a bit more information there. But, um, 
yes, I got interrupted halfway through, but I was thoroughly enjoying it. And I do love listening to the Italian accent. I mean, art has just left, but just something about that accent. <sighs> I love it. But, yeah, it's... It's quite a wonderful little documentary and it's, again, called Chef Antonio's Re- uh, Recipes for Revolution. Oh, so, excellent. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, we might be back in a moment. I was, I was telling my mate Duncan about the uh, stuff I've been watching on... Did uh, you share a beer with him? Sorry, continue. <sighs> it's, uh, I, I, I love Duncan. It's a, it's a great name, but my God. Like, you know, when you call Duncan, it's like, oh, are you going to share a beer with him? Oh, yeah, I love your donuts, mate. It's just like, it's, yeah, it's very... Uh, but then again, I, I was uh, always like, you know, had the Louis the Fly thing growing up and then uh, when that went away, it was the advert saying, Lewis has asthma. And I just had people going, how's the asthma, Lewis? It's like, ah, oh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I was, as a Rachel, I got nothing. It was great. Nothing even rhymes with Rachel. <laughs> so happy, happy with my name. Yeah, now the two names you don't want to have is Cecilia because people just start singing that, name, that, that song Cecilia. at you. Cecilia. Yeah, and it's like... you. Yeah, the whole, like, you know, it's, she's a very nice girl and all the time people are just telling her that she's breaking their hearts. It's just not good. She's a heartbreaker, what can you say? Yeah, and then there's Roxanne. It's like, oh, God, you know. <laughs> just, oh, don't, don't be naming your kids Roxanne and just have people singing at them for their oh, whole life. Dear me. Um, no, I was talking to Dunks and the um, I was telling him, oh, yeah, I saw the show, The Great, you know, it's about, um, uh, it's about uh, yeah, that Russian, Russian empress. Um, 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 what was her name again? Oh, I don't know, your wife's name? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Far out, that's embarrassing. Completely blanked on her being called Catherine the Great. Um, Uh, That's like me, like, talking about the the female Ghostbusters and going, oh, my favourite character is um, Patty, who's played by, couldn't think of her name, couldn't think of her name, (laughs) Leslie Jones, literally my middle name and my surname. Yeah, that's very, very true, yes. Uh, What? Yeah, I really like that comedian, that uh, that uh, African American comedian, uh, Rock something Rock. I'm not not quite sure what his uh, what his name is, Chris Rock. Ah, oh. yeah, didn't get that. No, no, no. Why why was it a funny thing? Well, because <laughs> your husband's name's Chris. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, see, but his surname's not Rock though. I know it's not Rock, but there's still parallels there. Okay, I couldn't remember I'm Catherine. sorry. I, it's been a long day. I'm sorry. I missed the joke. Don't harsh my humour. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so uh, the second season of The Great is out on Stan, and so we uh, we I was going to say we trumped up the cash to uh, watch it, but we didn't. Uh, we uh, used my email address this time for the, get the month free. Oh, um, clever, clever. Yeah, but we'll uh, we'll inevitably forget to cancel it, and then we'll, we'll have to pay for months on end. Yep, done um, that. But uh, yeah, the did you watch the first series of The Great? I did. Um, I cancelled my Stan, and I've recently cancelled Apple. Um, What's it called? TV Just Plus. Apple TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I have money uh, now to to get Stan so I can watch The Great and a few other things that have popped up on there. So There is some good stuff on there. Uh, mm. But The, the Great uh, Season 2 uh, is good. It's, it takes place after uh, Catherine has overthrown Peter and uh, doesn't kill him. Keeps him around. Mm. Um, by the way, this this is uh, only occasionally accurate. <laughs> I was going to say not historically yeah. accurate. Yeah, it's mostly not accurate uh-huh. um, in any sense. Of, but it's very entertaining. Yes. Um, yeah, there was there was. If this is like you know, anything to go on, there was a lot of sex happening back in the day, and I think there's because there's less TV. Well, yeah, there's nothing else to do. There's less less things to stream, so so you you have more more sex. So that's just the way it works. <laughs> what are um, we going to do tonight, love? Oh, don't know. Let's bang. Yeah, yeah. But back in the day, it was like you know, we, you know. Now we've got Netflix and chill. Back in the day, it was just chill. Mm-hmm. So you know. Yep. Um, but yeah, you've got Elle Fanning back, Nicholas Holt, um, the the rest of the cast. They're all there. The crazy auntie, she's my favourite. Oh yeah, yeah, she's there. Butterf- Gotta love her. <laughs> Butterflies and all. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's interesting because obviously he's been overthrown. His friends want him to come back and be the emperor. He's in love with uh, with Catherine. Um, they obviously she's pregnant as well. There's a war brewing in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? Who would have no. thunk it? Um, so it's, it was a really good, you know, series. Ten, ten episodes. It was really, really good. Um, apparently, the crazy aunts from Perth. There you go. Are you for real? 
Well, I'm just going off what Kat's telling me. She could just pop anything into my messages and I'll just say it on air. <laughs> and, like, I have no idea. I, I can't... I can't Catherine con- is the smartest woman I've ever met. Yeah, I, I can't confirm or deny anything she, she puts on here because I'm just going to... You know, I'm assuming she's done her... Take du- it as Bible. Yeah, she would have. Assuming she's done her due diligence. She, she does. Um, that's her thing. So, yeah, but it, it was just... It's entertaining. It's... Uh, uh, I trust you. I, I trust you. I, I, I do. It's like. I, Did she I, just text you and say, it's true? No, no, she just texted me an image of something, which I'm assuming is the IMDb. Um, Don't worry, I'm looking at it as we speak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, look at that. There yeah, you go. And yeah. there's a, even a picture of um, something she's been in with. <laughs> she's with standing in front, she's standing in front of the bell tower. That's what she's doing. <laughs> That's how we know she's from Perth. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a great series, uh, you know, just fun and stupid and what we need in this world today just to get out of our heads for a little bit. Um, so yeah, I'd highly recommend checking it out. Now, another show that is also... Sorry, I got distracted. Everything she's been in apart from The Great has been Australian. Oh, wow. Yeah, Rake, Felony, which is why I saw her <laughs> with uh, Joel Edgerton, um, Not Suitable for Children, Spirited, Packed to the Rafters, Happy Feet, yep. <sighs> So I believe your your wife is correct. Of course she's correct. Don't don't even she's, don't don't even question it. Don't question it. Um, I just typed into my uh, my uh, Google machine um, uh, heels, which is a new TV show also on Stan, ah. and uh, it came up with a bunch of shoes. So so that's not helpful. No. Let me find <laughs> it on my phone. Hey, oh no, that's right. I've got, oh, you've got some more information. <laughs> I put in the uh, heels TV the show. show. So, um, that does help to find what I'm looking for. Um, this is a show which stars Stephen Amell. Uh, Stephen Amell, of course, was from uh, WB's The Arrow. Uh, and in this show, uh, it's down south in America, and he is uh, playing the, a wrestler and the owner of a wrestling federation uh, that is like one of these like hometown kind of uh, federations. That's a lo- he's a local hero. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's, he's been in his family for at least one generation because his dad was the, the pride of before he died. Um, and uh, it's a, it's really engrossing because you know how you were saying about the, the F1. Mm. You know, you weren't a fan of F1, but then you watched a TV show and that kind of like made you interested and made you a fan of F1. Um, with this one, you don't necessarily have to be a fan of wrestling. This is a, a drama show. It's about business. It's about family. Uh, it's about all those kind of things. You don't have to be a wrestling fan to, to understand it. Mm. Um it does clue you in on some of the, the things about wrestling, like the fact that the uh, the matches are predetermined, um, and it gives you some you know, insight into how you yeah. can you know fight but not kill each other. I um I just realised why it's called heels. <laughs> yeah, so in uh, in wrestling parlance, uh, a face is the good guy, a heel is the bad guy. Uh, and their jobs, the, the face, their job is to make you love them, and the heel, their job is to make you love hating them. So, and some heels have been very, very successful in, uh, you know, what they do in the ring. So successful, in fact, that, you know, people have, you know, attacked them in real life. Oh, my Lord. This is more back in the kayfabe days. Yeah. Kayfabe means uh, keeping the secret. So, back in the day, a wrestler would never admit to you that, the the uh, the fights were were fixed and I oh, say the, the fights were predetermined and they uh, you know were working together they would always put keep make the show come first so mm. you'd never see heels and faces or bad guys and good guys uh, out together in clubs or anything like that or it, they would always be separate yeah but that's not the way it is now now everyone says it's entertainment it's a show you're working together and that's why it's now really just amazing uh, I, I think wrestling is better now that it's it's more open than it was ever before yeah but this show is great um, so you've got uh, uh, Stephen Amell is uh, playing Jack uh, playing uh, Jack Spade Jack Spade uh, Alexander Ludwig uh, who he was in um, uh, Vikings so if you watch Vikings you would recognise him uh, he's playing Ace Spade Jack's brother uh, and then uh, you've got uh, you know a, a bunch of other people in there as well CM Punk is in it Oh, my God. So he's an actual wrestler. (laughs) David James Elliott. I feel like I haven't seen him for a long time. Where was David James? What's David? Uh, He's playing Tom Spade. Oh, right. He's the dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't seen the I haven't seen the dad yet. So, but yeah, it's uh, it's a really interesting uh, show. Like I've only seen two episodes so far, but it's got a season two coming out, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing some more. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Did you see After Party on uh, Apple TV Plus before you cancelled it? 
No, I you didn't. You just ripped it out of your life without seeing After Party? I've got... I already have, like, too many streaming services. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, I didn't. That's the problem that most of us have. Um, do you like seeing um, uh, Dave Franco... No, yes. Die a lot. Oh, oh. Uh, that'd be interesting. Rather see his brother die because <laughs> he's a piece of poop. Yeah, so in, in After Party, it's a... Um, uh, a series on uh, Apple TV Plus. Um, it is the the story of an after party that takes place after a ten year uh, re- high school reunion, um, and at that after party, the uh, the character that is played uh, by Dave uh, played by Dave Franco uh, is killed. He uh, he's uh, this rich pop star who lives on the side of a cliff and somebody uh, throws him off the side of his balcony to the rocks below and he dies. And you do get to see him dead a lot. So, you know, if you aren't a fan of Dave Franco, then, you know, you can check him out dying a lot. Um, there's, there's so many after parties in... in on, on Facebook, on it's the IMDb app. The, the After Party uh, uh, from 2022. So it's got uh, Dave Franco. And there's a lot of people in there that you'll, you'll recognise. You may not know their names, but there's like uh, Ben Schwartz. Um, oh, After Party is one word yes. for those playing at home. Yeah. It shouldn't be. That's Oh, Tiffany Haddish is in it. Yes, she is, yeah. Um, so that, uh, Ben Schwartz, he was in Community. Um, he's been in a lot of stuff, very over-the-top uh, kind of actor. Yeah. Um, Sam Richards, I saw him in something as well recently, but I cannot remember what that is. Um, they're, the, I, I, hmm. they're the kind of people you see them go, where do I know that person from? Uh, but it's a brilliant show. Um, I think uh, Lord and Miller were the, the two guys who were uh, behind uh, behind the show. Um, so they were the guys from the, uh, the Lego movies and uh, – um, uh, also, what was the uh, 21 Jump Street as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well. Uh, but, yeah, they really know how to do comedy drama and this is great comedy drama. Um, you, you have uh, the everyone being interviewed and so you get what happened from different perspectives uh, and in different mediums uh, and you also go back in the past and you see the, the characters 10 years earlier. Uh, and it's really weird because it's the same actors playing their younger selves, but yeah. they kind of de-aged them. I don't know whether they did it digitally or whether they did it through makeup, makeup. but it was pretty darn impressive. Probably just makeup. Yeah, probably makeup. This this has a this is something totally up my alley, and I'm annoyed now that I've <laughs> gotten rid of Apple TV. You know what it sort of reminds me of, uh, even though it's completely different, is Search Party. Did you ever watch that? No, no. So it's got. Um, uh, Aaliyah Shawcrat in it. I'm not too sure uh, if you are familiar with that person, but she was um, maybe in Arrested Development. Right. Right. So it's like a it's a bunch of twenty somethings who get entangled with this like mystery because one of their kind of acquaintances have gone missing, and they decide that they're going to investigate. But of course, they end up becoming part of the mystery. It's like a comedy slash mystery. Um, and it's, I don't know how many seasons there are, maybe three or four. Uh, so, uh, oh, there's five seasons? Oh, my Lord. Um, but, yes, that's that's another good one. I think exactly, it was on SBS. And that's what this is, exactly what this is. It's a comedy mystery. Oh, I got a lot Who of comedy mystery. Who done it? You'll have to watch it to find out. You'll have to watch it to find out. Obviously. Obviously you do. Um, I had something else that was in my brain sack that I was going to mention. But uh, So, look, this is going to be a bit – people might get upset about this, but William Hurt died this this week. He did. Don't give two hoots. Don't care. Why is that? Because he's a a grade A A a-hole who um, was in a relationship with – Oh, I forget her name. Um, Marley, um, she was, she's a deaf actress. Right. A long time ago they were in a relationship and he, she was, he's a domestic abuser. Oh, okay. Basically, and it's quite documented. Uh, I've only just recently found this out, probably about two weeks before he died. So when he died and everyone was posting stuff on um the socials, I'm like, don't care, don't care. I didn't put that on there yeah. because people wouldn't understand. Um, and I'm sure people will be like, oh, but he was complicated. Um, but, yeah, uh, I only found this out because 
Um, the podcast that I listened to, True Crime and Cocktails, did a story about a young woman who um, died on a movie set and the director, like, got taken to court. It was the first time it ever happened. Um, they had this trolley, oh, this bed. It was like a dream sequence and they had it on um, like a, a railway crossing. Mm. They didn't bother to check if there are trains coming. So William Hurt's on this hospital bed because he's in this movie. And then they see the train coming and everyone's like trying their best to get everything off the tracks. And they do, but, um, and she was, I think, a camera operator or something. Um, But I think, I don't know exactly what happened, but either way, she died. Um, Somebody else got majorly injured. Um, So this is the only reason I heard about his horribleness is because of that. And it's it was a shocking listen, um, like on the backside of what happens in the movie industry and how there's not enough regulations. I mean, you had that woman die recently on the Alec Baldwin Mm, movie. mm. And... Um, to listen to Lauren Ash talk about it, because she's from Superstore and she's been an actress for a really long time, to hear her talk about, you know, I had to handle a gun when I was at Superstore. Um, they've got a gun handler. Like, they've got all of these, like, different levels of mm. checks they're supposed to be in. And even if it's a blank gun with no bullets, they show you there's no bullets, they still have a perspex between... You know, there's all these things they're supposed to do which yeah. they didn't do on that movie set or on that set. So... It's scary, you know, how easy it is for people to be involved in accidents. This, uh, yeah. Anyway, interesting listen. (laughs) And that was my rant for the day. Um, So there you go. Cool. (laughs) I know, random rant. Uh, It happens sometimes. Yes, yeah. We've got um, a lot of things still coming up because Morbius uh, is going to be coming up end of the month or beginning of April. April 1st, I think it comes out. The Dumbledore movie? Dumbledore, uh, the um, uh, Fantastic Beast, The Secrets of Dumbledore. So that's. Yeah, I don't know. I stopped paying attention at some point. Yeah, I think most people did. So <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how, how this one goes. Um, and, yeah, of course, ba- the Batman is still out. If you haven't seen it yet, you should go and see it. It's a freaking awesome film. There you go. And there is a spoiler cast on the Tangent City um, um, podcast. There is, yes. And it's uh, – I've seen it three times now so far. Oh, my f- – uh, it, it's, okay. I, I think uh, I think it's better than some Marvel movies, to be honest oh, with you. Oh, wowzers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, just really well, well written, well directed, well put together film, fantastic cast. It was just like they ticked all the boxes. Mm. Um, and it does disturb me, though, that a lot of DC films have now been pushed back to next year because I'm afraid, I'm afraid they're going to go back and like do reshoots to make it more like the Batman. Uh, they probably won't. It's probably other reasons they're doing this. But, uh, yeah, just... Uh, Weird timing. I did see a um, a meme that was um, going around. Um, so they spent all this time and money to make um, Colin Farrell. Farrell, yeah. thank you, um, into the Penguin, mm. and they just made him look like Richard Kind. I don't know if you've seen what Richard Kind looks like, yep. but you could have saved a whole lot of money and just hired Richard Kind. You could. You could have done honestly. Yeah. Identical. Do you know, if you don't know who he is, please look him up. But the thing is, is that uh, there's going to be a, a Penguin TV show now as well. So he's going to have to get done up in that stuff again. I, I think that in between times, the Penguin might actually lose weight and uh, get a facelift. I'm just Maybe. saying. Maybe. It might be good. Anyway, we've got to get out of here because if you're listening live on Radio Fremantle, we're about to eat into somebody else's time slot. Quizzy is here. <sighs> Stay tuned. We'll catch you later. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Gentlemen of Pop Culture.